Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Hey there. Welcome to the Pause on Purpose podcast. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're returning, thanks so much for coming back to press that play button. Today, we're talking all about significance, which we feel is a really good compliment to last week's episode about leadership and lollipops. Absolutely. And before we dive into all of that, we're going to start this off on a positive note because we're positive on purpose. And we have another review to share. So this comes from JLN Social. It's a five-star rating titled Super Relatable. Jamie and Jules are so relatable and uplifting. I love that the episodes are short and I'm able to listen to them while getting ready or on a commute. Such a great way to start your day. Thank you so much, JL and social. We appreciate you. (laughs) Love it. Thank you so much. So talking all about significance today, this came from Brian Williams. He is a keynote speaker and author, and his focus is really on customer service, excellence. He's in the hospitality industry, I think, right? Yep. He always like anticipates you know, that like you, you think about what the customer needs before they even tell you what yes, they need, right? I like, love that. It's amazing. And once you experience it and you're out and about, like you can totally catch it oh, when it's sure. not there. Mm-hmm. And I'll, we'll give a couple examples to that today. If you're new here, we'd like to share both real life experiences and some research, right? And just stories, relatable stories. Yes. Stories stick. And Brian's got a lot of them. <laughs> yes. And Jules and I, you know, again, You'll learn this about us if you don't know it already, but we love personal development. We read a lot. We consume a lot. And yeah, Brian Williams is definitely on that list. For sure. So Brian shares this story and it's, it's so good. And I can see myself and see this in so many examples, but he's driving up to a hotel. The guy travels a lot because keynote speaking (laughs) and they are back on the road now. Um, But yeah, so he's driving up to the hotel and the valet parking attendant greets him. And when he asks about general question about the hotel, who knows what that was? General question. Most people you think should be able to answer it, right? The valet wasn't quite sure. And his answer was, I'm sorry, but I'm just a valet parking attendant. Okay. Yep. No. I'm <laughs> just. Just. There's a, that just word. Right? Yes. And so Brian being in this role and like knowing the stuff and his research and all the work yep. and, and all the development training he, he does. Training he yep. does mm-hmm. He's like, I told him that he is the first impression guests have when they arrive. So he actually has one of the most important roles in the entire property. Has anyone ever told you that? Like if you've ever questioned your role or your like, I don't want to say worth even, but like, Again, significance of your role at your job, whether, you know, it's in a, in a, in a place of service, service right? That you're yep. serving mm-hmm. others. Yep. Um, or in the home, right? Yep. We talk about that. We did for sure. And the guy says, you know, like he thanked him for it and he just never thought of his job like that until that very moment. And who knows how old this valet parking right. attendant was. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's in high school, just getting his foot in the door, getting yep. experience. Maybe it's just a summer job, just a yes. summer job, right? Even That's that so mm-hmm. right there. And and Brian goes on to say, like, his manager should have been preaching that message to him every day. Like a random guest, like mm-hmm. Brian, shouldn't yep. have to tell him, like, like, 
this is critical stuff. And then, you know, it just goes to make the point that no one on a team, in the home, on a like a sports team, a yep. work team should ever feel like their role is insignificant. And I think like Jamie and I were just thinking through some of our roles or things that we've come across, whether we being on the customer side or we yeah. being in the role. So obviously, if you've been here, you know that we both worked for um, athletic clubs. Yep. And part of that, like I, I know right away, is like our front desk staff, okay? Maybe they're not paid the best um, or, you know, the most, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're there part-time. It's just a part-time gig. Yep. Again, they're just like, whatever, just doing this for the only free a couple, membership or hours a week, just while know? I'm on home mm-hmm. for the you know, school break. And we hear that all the time. They're like, well, I'm just the front desk staff. Like yep. I'm, you know, but the 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 thing that always stood out was like they had to know like everything. Everything. Like, they were the front of the house. You're the like, resource. Exactly. And to Brian's point, they were the first impression. When yeah. a member walks in the door at an athletic club, typically the first thing you see is the front desk. Yep. And part of our training for the front desk was always smile, kind eyes, and name. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like you should beat the greet. Like Ooh, that's you know, good. Jamie said, like you should be the first one to greet the member or the customer before they even greet you. I really tried to make that a habit um, when we were on site. Like we had this like breezeway so we could see like our members in the yeah. like this hallway before they would open the door to the facility so I'd automatically try to anticipate like okay remember their name like or yes. say their name in your head so that I was ready to say it when they would come through and that made me feel really proud like a lot of people recognize like wow you're so good at names but I was like I have this important role like I'm this is not beneath me mm-hmm. you know and I think mm-hmm. in our culture and stuff too we relate significance with how much money you make yep. or how much that or seniority position, or like, seniority. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually do. I f- truly felt that the WAC did a great job at mm-hmm. pouring into our service team, our front desk staff to make them or to let them know that they are valued and that what they do is so important. We even had what was called star awards. And like every month we picked the the person from the service team that really stood out and was you know, you know, living our core values and all those things. And that's like a positive example mm-hmm. of somebody that is like letting you know how important and significant you really are. Yeah, it goes a long way. And I mean, we've kind of, we've, you know, navigated this too of like when you don't know a question, right? Yes. Like not just saying like, well, I'm just this person, or, like be resourceful know. and go yes. find the answer. Yes. Um, so that is always a good lesson in that story totally. as well. I think another um uh, example that Jules and I experienced is even dating back to dating back to what, where is that seriously wow um, high school like you know playing basketball and sports there were times where we didn't always get the most playing time mm-hmm. that we would have liked yeah and you know I think it's easy to be you know like uh, bitter kind of bitter yeah right. exactly or just, yeah or just not a, again appreciate or know like you can still have a significant role because your energy is going to impact the energy of yeah. your team. look at where we are now and looking oh, back man. of like our pro- positive presence that we've had in our jobs at work and you know what we're doing in our membership, membership community, community all yes, these yep. things like the impact we could have even had then mm-hmm. um 
I wish we knew. Yeah, right? we just, or, you know, and I I think it certainly comes with the level of maturity too as you age sure. and understand that. But and like part of the coach's responsibility. Yeah, and then again, the personal development work that you can yes. do on, on your end to to move into this mindset of like, no, I need to clap for these people or know that whatever position I'm in, like I can make the most of it and show that, you know, you're totally worthy of of that position, you can yeah. make it what it is instead of having that yes. like victim mindset too. Mm-hmm. I think that part of saying like just or, or having I'm only guilt because you feel like mm-hmm. uh, I'm not doing much or whatever. And I think the other story we've shared this here before was um, of Johnny the beggar and his, mm-hmm. you know, someone who is literally bagging groceries. And to some people that might not be significant at all or, you know, like, well, whatever, you just do the thing, put mm-hmm. the groceries in. You know, but this guy took this role so seriously and must have had somebody in his corner telling him the impact that he could have. And he would literally take like a positive or inspiring little quote or note and put it in the bags that he was packing and bagging. And the story goes on to say that like his line was the longest in that grocery store because the power of positivity (laughs) and the fact that this boy, man, took it upon himself to make someone's day and like, you know, not take his role for granted. Yeah. Raise the bar and decide like, I'm going to be the best, yeah, beggar around or like in this, in this store. Like it's such a significant story for sure. I also wanted to share. So I've recently come across um, an influencer, Kathy Heller. She was on um, John Acuff's podcast. Um, She has a lot of really great content and she talks about how, like, and this was a post that she shared, but you know, when we focus on the just or the only or the insignificance Mm -hmm. of our position, um, you, you're you're saying all the reasons why you can't have what you want or why you can't help the person that's asking you for yeah, help, right? Like the only limit is you. Right. And she <laughs> right. goes on saying like, well, you're, you know, while you're over there busy arguing for your limitations, I'm going to keep standing for your potential and what's actually possible. Like, what? My yeah, job. <laughs> my job. Exactly. And really, if you are in this position where you aren't feeling significant, where you feel like, you know, somebody, you just haven't had that somebody that has told you that, that has reminded you that, you know, maybe let's start like with the home and like, you feel like you're just a stay at home mom, or you're just doing the dishes or the laundry on the weekends and like whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, maybe that's a conversation to have with your spouse and saying like, I need this from you. Yeah. I would feel more love and appreciated if, you know, I had this or Whatever or again, you know, and that's a mutual responsibility, even oh, for, for the sure. spouse to say, like, your role is important. Mm-hmm. I value what you do on the inside of these walls for our children, for our house, our home, mm-hmm. all those things. Like, I, I, Julie, <laughs> try to like, anytime Mike, like, consecutively makes all the dinners and does all the dishes, it's like, I do not miss an opportunity to thank him for those little things mm-hmm. because they matter. I'm doing these things here with a membership community, with our podcast, and he's doing all the unsexy things right now. Oh, yeah, for keeping sure. Keeping the children quiet while we record this. Yep. Like, that's a big deal, and he needs to know that. Yep. And then your role at your job, you know, it's really maybe voicing or communicating, like, you know, recognition really helps me feel, mm-hmm. you know, valued, and it, it helps me work harder. Yeah. And, like, just understanding that about yourself, of how you're, 
like motivated, but also just, again, being recognized for the good work that you're doing. Well, and in my job, my new job right now, too, we're like rebuilding our team and we're writing job descriptions and trying to update and um, improve our onboarding process because, you know, all, in all of my time as a manager with the WAC and in all my roles, like, if you don't start somebody's new job off with that, mm, like yeah. that information, that importance, that like to know, like, this is the role you play in this company. This is how you contribute to our mission. This is how you're going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah, this is how you it impact. starts from the beginning yeah. and, it, and it continues. You have to continue to remind people they're going to be hard. You know, even when we reopened our clubs and it was so hard where our managers had to be working the front desk, we were doing laundry, we were cleaning the locker rooms like that was really tough. Mm -hmm. But because we knew how important we were, like we were the only reasons the club was still open. Right. Yep. That stuff should never be in in question. And no. Yeah. And I think say it from the beginning. The other thing I have wrote down, too, is like it's society, too. Like Mm -hmm. if society say like this role isn't that important or like culturally that was never whatever, like then we need to change it. (laughs) We need to use our voices to say that, like, no, what we do here is matters. It matters. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess our also our call to action for you, too, is always awareness. We always start with awareness. Like, can, are you catching yourself saying the just, the onlys, Mm -hmm. um, your attitude around your work that you do, whether it's in the home or out of it, outside of it. And we referenced, we did episode, um, 22 catch, check, change. So that's part of that cognitive behavioral therapy where again, does your brain auto label? Like, are you actually like subconsciously just saying Mm -hmm. stuff like that like having that narrative of like well I'm just the front desk person or I'm whatever again this is your language um catch that let's change it let's again no notice and find our like significance you do have significance um and then absolutely well the other one too is the soundtracks right the soundtracks you've been telling yourself maybe again it's culturally or in your family where the woman was always at home or, you know, you know, you didn't, didn't have big expectations, what have you, retire it, retire that thought, those, you know, self-limiting beliefs, replace them with significance, with affirmations, with positivity, and then repeat that until that becomes your new soundtrack, right? Because the most important story you tell yourself is the one between your ears yes, <laughs> in your mind, right? So we want to leave you with this. May you be proud of the person you are. And the work you do. And the difference you make. You are significant. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.